Frank. Hey, Sabrina. You look comfy. Yep, I've been sitting on this couch for an entire week. I brought enough snacks that I would never have to get up and a giant stack of books. I'm not sure whether I'll ever get up. Hmm, Frank, it sounds like you might regret that. You know, our bodies do need to move around sometimes. I think staying still for an entire week could actually be kind of a drag. But I'm so relaxed. I have all the snacks. I don't want to move. What if we went for a swim together? Nah. Join me for a hike? No, thanks. What if we had a dance party? Oh, oh, a dance party. I love dance parties. I know, they're the best. Plus, they have the added benefit of getting us moving, which is really fun and good for us. Great. Just uh, one thing. What is it? Well, we can't have a dance party right now. Nuh-uh, Frank. Now I'm all excited. The time has come to get off your butt so we can dance. No, I mean, I agree. It's just we can't have a dance party right now because it's time for Hebrew school. That's a good reason to put off a dance party. But promise me we will have a dance party as soon as we finish here today? I promise. But for now, welcome to Hebrew School, the game show for really smart kids who want to show off how much they know about all things Jewish. I'm Frank. And I'm Sabrina. And we are joined today by a really special contestant, Eliza. Hey, Eliza, welcome. Hi, Sabrina. Hi, Frank. It's so nice to have you. We're going to ask you some rapid fire questions to help everybody get to know you. Does that sound good? Sounds perfect. Okay, what is your favorite book? The Percy Jackson series by Rick Royden. Who is your favorite teacher? My current teacher, Miss Bryant and Miss Ward. And have you ever been to Israel? I have not, but I would like to go when I get older. What's your favorite Jewish holiday? Probably Rosh Hashanah, because I like learning about each year and how each year is going to affect Jewish culture. Very nice. We have one final question for you, and it's truly epic. Eliza, you seem like a really smart person and also really trustworthy. I feel like you make really great decisions. And so I'm going to ask you a super important question. If you're granted the power to come up with one more commandment to add to the original 10, one rule that everyone in the world had to follow, what would it be? I would add the commandment of staying in school and getting good grades in classes because it's very important. That's a good one. That is a really good commandment. Here's the deal. No matter what kind of school you go to, Eliza, you are always learning new and amazing things about being Jewish. We want to see how much you really know, but instead of giving you a test, we're gonna play a series of fun games that ask you questions about everything from history to religion to pop culture. Are you ready to play? Yeah, that sounds really fun. Great! Our first game is called Prayer or Pop Song. Prayer or Pop Song. So Eliza, you know the Bible well enough to know that it has some really zany lines in it. So zany that sometimes you can think you were listening to a wild pop song on the radio. The game is simple. We're going to read you two lines. One of them is the lyrics to a famous pop song and the other, the literal words of the Bible. Your job is to tell us which is which. Are you ready to rock? Yes. All right, this is gonna be fun. Your first line, Eliza, is this. Even though there may be times it seems I'm far away, never wonder where I am, because I am always by your side. Are you ready for the next lyrics? Yes. Here they are. But he stands alone, and who can oppose him? He does whatever he pleases. Okay, time to decide. Which one of these is a prayer, and which is a pop song? Ooh, this is hard. I think 
the first lyrics are pop song lyrics. Winner! Yes, that's correct. My lines were from The Power of Love by the great Celine Dion. Sabrina's words were from the Bible, from the book of Job, which tells the story of one man's faith in God despite all of the hardships he endures. Want to do one more round? Okay. Here's your first lines. His talk was smoother than butter, yet his mind was on war. His words were more soothing than oil, yet they were drawn swords. That's intense. Okay, Eliza, here is song number two. And I'll be gone, gone tonight. The ground beneath my feet is open wide. The way that I've been holding on too tight with nothing in between. So, Eliza, what do you think? Know which is which? The second lyrics are from a song. Winner! Yes, my lyrics were from The Story of My Life by One Direction. Frank brought the Bible this time, sharing words from the Psalms. Okay, Eliza, are you ready for game number two? Of course. Our next game is called Eavesdropping on History. Eavesdropping on History. You know that big and bulky machine your parents keep in the garage and always tell you you can't play with? The one with the levers and the buttons and the bleeps and the bloops? Well, it's a time machine. All grown-ups have one. And just before recording this show today, Sabrina and I took ours and did a wee bit of time traveling, catching one major moment in Jewish history. Now, we recorded it just for you, but we ran out of battery on our phones, so we only caught a bit. Help us out by listening and telling us what this historical moment we caught on tape is all about. Let's hear the clip. Hey, Google, did you hear he's coming to visit? Yeah, Rachel, I can't believe one of our neighbors is finally coming over. You think they'll bring us some souvenirs from the pyramids? I hope they bring me a Sphinx snow globe. At least you're not coming over to fight with us. You can say that again. At least you're not coming over to fight with us. Any more jokes like that, and I'm not taking you to camp with Jimmy Carter. Oh, man, fine. Let's make peace. Any idea what these people were talking about? Was it when Israel made peace with Egypt? Winner! Yes, our two friends we just heard talking were talking about the Egyptian-Israeli peace agreement. As soon as Israel was created in 1948, unfortunately it had to fight war after war after war just to survive. But then in 1977, the president of Egypt, one of Israel's neighbors, surprised everyone by hopping on a plane and flying to Jerusalem and saying that he'd had enough of the violence and that it was time to give peace a chance. Then in 1978, the leaders of Israel Egypt and America all went and hung out together at Camp David and signed a peace treaty. It proved to us that it's never too late to do the right thing. Okay, I think we have time for one last game. This one is called Tall Torah Tales. Tall Torah Tales. When 
When you read the Bible, sooner or later you come across things that blow your mind, stuff so strange that you can't believe the Bible actually mentions it. So right now, Frank and I will tell you about three fantastic things mentioned in the Bible. Two of these things are actually mentioned in the Bible, and one of them, well, it's just a big old lie. Your job is to tell us which is which. Are you ready to play? Yes. Great, I'll go first. Jephthah was a judge in ancient Israel who led the Jews in battle against the enemy nation Ammon. Jephthah knew that battle was going to be hard, and so he wanted to make a deal. He promised God that if he was victorious in battle, he would sacrifice the first thing he saw when he returned home. Well, he won the war, but he should have been a bit more careful about how he worded his promise because the first thing Jephthah saw when he returned home was his daughter. This was upsetting to say the least. And I sincerely hope that Jephthah was much more careful with his speech from then on. Oh, man, that is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. But how about this one? As you probably know, Joseph was sold into slavery by his jealous brothers and ended up in Egyptian jail. I think Joseph might have watched too many movies because he got it into his head that he could escape by digging a hole under his bed and tunneling out through the walls to freedom. He worked on his escape plan for two years, and he would have been successful too, if not for his pesky cellmate. Hoping to get rewarded for tattling on his fellow prisoner, Joseph's cellmate told the jailer of Joseph's plans. Joseph got into a lot of trouble and ended up stuck in jail for five more years before he was finally freed by interpreting Pharaoh's dreams. Ah, what a jerk. I hate it when people foil my escape plans. Okay, Eliza, here's your last story. Saul, the first king of Israel, was about to make war against the Philistines. He was really nervous, especially since his mentor and prophet, Samuel, had just died and could no longer give Saul the kind of advice he needed in moments like these. So Saul went to get advice from the next most logical source, ghosts, obviously. He found a witch who was able to summon ghosts and had her raise Samuel from the dead. Kind of ironic because Saul himself had made it illegal for anyone to practice witchcraft and he had kicked out all of the magicians and witches from his land. I guess this particular witch decided to stick around? Okay, Eliza, you just heard three unbelievable tales. Which one do you think is just too crazy to be true? Jephthah sacrificing his daughter? Joseph's escape plans getting foiled? Or the ghost of Samuel? I think that... The third story is make-believe. Ooh, so close. Actually, the answer is, as far as we know, Joseph never tried to tunnel his way out of prison. Instead, he ingratiated himself with the warden and his fellow inmates, interpreting dreams and making strong impressions. Impressions that would eventually make their way to the Pharaoh and allow for his miraculous rise to power in Egypt. the bell. Frank, you know what that means? Dance party time. Oh, yeah. Eliza, do you want to stay for a wild dance-off? Of course. I love dancing. That's awesome. And thanks so much for being such an amazing contestant today on Hebrew School. And if you kids listening at home want to play too, and if you're between the ages of 8 and 12, email us at hebrewschool at tabletmag.com. Until then, class dismissed. Hebrew School is a podcast from Tablet Studios. It's hosted by me, Sabrina Friedman. And me, Frank Spiro. Our producers are Josh Cross, Sara Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scaramuccia. Special thanks to Stephanie Butnick and Liel Leibovitz. 
please go subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and rate and review too. For more about this show and all of the Tablet Studios podcasts, visit tabletmag.com slash podcasts. Shalom, Shalom kids. kids.